everybody welcome to uh i should have had the uh the pokemon pokemon up right away welcome to episode syndiquil of pixels polygons and fun relevant i am your host jinji yeah relevant <laughs> exactly oh dj i like you man relevant. i didn't even see the connection uh so yeah welcome to episode syndiquil of pixels polygons and fun i am your main host jinji with me as always is Lay Odin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast where we talk about anything underneath the video game sun. How's it going? By the way, Jinji did not see no resemblance to the whole correlation of what that joke was for episode Cynequil. <laughs> All right, and we also have Senior DJ with us as well. He's a horse. He's a horse. Nay, motherfuckers. Nay, motherfuckers. All right. But got to make a lovely, lovely phone call. We will be right back. Oh, yes. I see. Good news, everyone. And welcome back to the news. You guys got some stuff to talk about for this week. Pulling from the PlayStation blog. <clears throat> Bethesda creates 10 years of the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim with new anniversary edition out November 11th. That is right, you guys. Another edition of Skyrim is coming out. It's the new GTA V all over again. Anyway, because so... yes, as of this year, Skyrim came out 10 years ago. And you may be asking, what's different about this um well this edition of skyrim that obviously is coming out for ps5 xbox series x pc ps4 xbox x and s um if you own skyrim it says that you will be able to get the upgrade and you may oh, also I be asking what's what's new well, uh, in addition to regular base Skyrim with all three of the DLCs, Dawn, Dawn Star, no, not Dawn Star, Dawn Guard, Hearthfire, uh, Dawn Guard, and Dragonborn. There we go. Those, those, the three main DLC, and also comes with 500 unique pieces of the Creation Club content. You know, quest dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And if you guys don't know what the Creation Club is, it's essentially it, uh, all the uh, generation editions of Skyrim has, you know, built-in mod support. But Bethesda locked a lot of good mod shit behind Creation Club. And so that's essentially you had to pay to get these pieces, these mod pieces. So we're getting, you know, 500 pieces of that crap. We're also getting a new mechanic with and this edition. Fishing. <laughs> And now you have to pay again, but fish. Like, so yeah, like no, never mind you. Beer. 
world eater. Yeah, hold, hold my beer, Alduin. No, no, scratch that. Hold my beer, Pathanox. Hold my beer. I got to go get this fish. Okay. All right. Wouldn't it be anyway? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Hold, hold my sweet roll. Hold my sweet roll. <laughs> I got to catch this fish. <laughs> I think, unlike the special edition that came out for PC users, I don't think this one's going to be a free upgrade. Uh, I'm reading it. I'm reading it right now. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. I think it was like near the bottom of the article. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Uh, let me do a quick Google search, but I legitimately am excited for this one. I mean, of course, I played Skyrim. I bought in so many copies of the goddamn game, but... Who hasn't? I mean, it's been 10 years. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't see anything as far as upgrades. I, I could have sworn there was one. Oh, wait, uh, yep, here, to it, here it is, pulling from, yep, I see it right here, sorry to, uh, if you already own the special edition or play the game on Xbox Games Pass, Bethesda will let you purchase an upgrade to the anniversary edition, but it has not detailed the price. We have no idea how much it'll If it's cost. more than 10 bucks, I think people are going to be upset. I don't, maybe it'll be 10 bucks, maybe? Because even the anniversary edition itself shouldn't be more than 40. Right. And then before I turn the news over to the the lay horse, uh, for those of you who play Pokemon Go, the Ultra Unlock Part 3 Sword and Shield event is now out. So we have debut spawns of Squovit, Wooloo, and Phalanx with the shiny... Excuse me, shiny... Variants of Galarian, Weezing, uh, Farfetch'd, Surfetch'd, and, oh god, uh, Galarian Meowth with Perserker, and also Stunfisk. So go get your shinies. As of now, uh, Zacian is in 5-star raids, so if you guys like the wolf, go get him. Uh, he will be in 5-star Right, a couple more days of Zacian, and then, let's see, on the 26th, it's, so right now, August 20th, uh, as of recording, it's the 21st, so we have five more days. Zacian will be in five-star raids until the 26th, and then Zamazenta will be August 26th to uh, September 1st. So go, go get your wolves while they're here. So, good luck with that. DJ, do you have any news? I have two pieces of news, neither of which are very good. Uh-oh. Uh, first off is from Kotaku oh. uh, by Ian Walker. For those that don't know, uh, we recently had the trailer for Call of Duty Vanguard. Which actually looks kind of nice, I won't lie. But some Twitter users have noticed something missing from the marketing for this game. Oh, dear God. 
they have noticed that in the marketing for Call of Duty Vanguard, the Activision logo is missing. Wait, what? 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 The only place you see Activision mentioned in this game is in the legal text. The small oh, print oh, in, in the trailers. It's, oh, it's company logo is what not featured in the making of this of the trailer. I I can't see a development of a Call of Duty game without, without any sort of touch Activision. with Activision. Yeah. A quick examination of for the previous reveal trailers on the series' official YouTube page shows that a prominent Activision logo has been present as far back as the announcement video for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which was first uploaded on the channel in May of 2011. Uh, it was also highlighted the fact that Activision's logo is missing from the Call of Duty Vanguard page on Battle.net, the company's digital storefront. Again, Kotaku confirmed this is a common inclusion on several of the platform's Call of Duty listings where the Activision graphic has been positioned above the logos for the games like Modern Warfare, Black Ops Cold War, and Black Ops 4. Dude. Huh. The omission I, of the Activision logos what, from this game marketing has been roundly mocked on social media as a cowardly distancing of the game from the publisher's involvement. Wow. So wow, I don't I don't know how I feel about this. Is Activision like letting someone else take the leads on a game that they've milked dry for like the past like several years? No, I think they're just trying to trick people into thinking it's not an Activision game. So it because of all the current going on. going on with Blizzard. Right. Probably worry that that's going to affect COD sales. Yeah, because you still have the studio logos for Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Beanox, but Activision's not there. Hmm. That's... Hmm. So, there's nothing confirmed about it, but it's a very strange and obviously missing pe feature. Right, although I will say Vanguard itself does look good. Like, I, I like the work that Sledgehammer has done. With previous Call of Duties. Interesting, they're back to World War II again. I mean, that's fine and dandy with me. Because World I, War II had a lot of different battlefronts. So it'd be, there's plenty to did. still pull from. But, but, as long as it's not like they did with Battlefield 5. Yeah, that was, that was poo poo. But man, hey. God, oh. I, I missed the heyday of advanced warfare. <laughs> Good that, it, was, that was really fun uh, you know that's controversially like that game is so controversial in the aspect of pe how many people say that they loved it versus how many people say that it was a trash game if it says something to the degree how much I liked Advanced Warfare Advanced Warfare is legitimately the only Call of Duty game that I can effectively quickscope in I can't do it in any other Call of Duty but with Advanced Warfare, specifically the more sniper rifle, just give me Iron Sight and I'm good to fucking go. Yeah. That's the one that introduced the mech suits and the wall running, right? The, the, they're yeah. called exoskeletons. They're called exosuits. But I don't th if I remember correctly, I, I think it was pretty much just double jumping that you had, not yeah, wall there, running. There, there was not a uh, wall running. 
I know I you're probably thinking of like Black Ops Three and fucking Black Ops Four that oh, had was, the wall running bullshit. Yeah, that was Black Ops Three that it started off the wall running. Mm. Stole that shit from Titanfall. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Yo, Excuse that shit me. was. I don't know where that came from. Fucking, if, if if they're bringing back Dead Space, please, please bring back Titanfall. <laughs> Apex is doing so well. Bring back. That's Titanfall. why it'll never come back. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Enough with moving on to a different studio, coming from IGN, uh, by Matt Kim. We have an update on Halo Infinite. It will not be releasing with campaign co-op or Forge at launch. What? 343 Industries has announced that it is delaying the campaign co-op and Forge for Halo Infinite until after launch as the developers focus on getting the single-player campaign and multiplayer done in time for the holiday release. I get that. In an August video update from the official Halo YouTube channel, Halo Infinite head of... Head of Creative Joseph Staten confirmed that neither Campaign Co-op nor Forge will be available at launch. And they uh, confirmed they are 100% committed to the release of the anticipated shooter this holiday. Unfortunately, as we focused the team for shutdown and really focused on a quality experience for launch, we made the really tough decision to delay shipping Campaign Co-op for launch. And we also made the tough call to delay shipping Forge past launch as well. Confirm the team is taking a seasonal release schedule for the campaign co-op and Forge. While Halo Infinite will launch with the single-player mode of Season 1 of multiplayer, Staten says the team is aiming to release co-op in Season 2 and Forge in Season 3. Interesting. that a season will ship every three months, meaning campaign co-op will not be released until 2022, most likely if assuming by the holiday season begins in November. Interesting. Well... I mean, it's something to look forward to, but uh, they probably have a reason. I mean, it, it, it probably is preventing crunch, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah. But it does sound like the game still wasn't ready, so I think maybe they probably could have pushed it back again. But, eh. It's not the, it's not the end of the world, because we're still getting the main stays of Halo with single-player or multiplayer Although I think the Master Chief Collection also shipped without Forge at release. Yeah. That game was not very well received at release. Yeah. Anyway, I believe that is it for news. So I believe that takes us to another segment. For maybe Odin to die or not to die. Oh, no. Oh, it's that segment. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I gotta, like, mentally prepare myself whenever this is gonna happen. Oh, yes. It's time. Well, might as well get at it. <laughs> In 1991, Hudson releases the 1941 video game for the PC Engine in Japan. In 1993, Nintendo in Silicon Graphics announced a collaboration on a new video game system to use the 64-bit MIPS R4000 processor. The new system is codenamed Project Reality. In 
1995, quote by comedian Jay Leno about computers at a rehearsal for the Windows 95 launch, I came illiterate, now I'm leaving virtually retarded. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> In 1999, Sony drops the price of the PlayStation in the USA from 129 US dollars to 99 US dollars. Oh my god. Then in 2000, Intel announces the X-Scale processor for future handheld computers and demonstrates a processor running at 1 gigahertz. What the fuck? <laughs> down, 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 down. <laughs> Why then, in 2002, Apple Computer launches Mac OS X 10.2 operating systems. New features include instant messaging, client eye chat, and handwriting recognition technology, Inkwell. Price is US $129 for a single user, or $199 US for a five-user package. Codename during development was Jaguar. For the first time since the original Macintosh launched in January 1984, the quote-unquote Happy Mac icon is not part of the startup sequence, and it has been replaced by a silver gray Apple icon. Oh my god. Also in 2002, Capcom releases Anumusha 2, Samurai's Destiny video game for the PlayStation 2 in the US. Following in 2005, Nintendo releases the Advanced Wars Dual Strike video game for the Nintendo DS in the US. 2005, Sierra releases the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction video game for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube in the US. That is a great underrated game. That was a great voice. And finally, in 2011, Square Enix releases the Deus Ex Human Revolution video game for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in the US. And this that. has been such a wonderful day in gaming history. Oh, fuck. <laughs> DJ, you are going to be the death of me with these voices. Don't worry, darling. Next time is going to be the voice changer. I'm out. Pass. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. Not, not doing it. I give up. Forfeit. <laughs> Forfeit. You win. You win. You win. That was uh. That was that was great. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next segment? Oh God. Yes. So. I don't remember. Is there a transition to the next segment? Transitions aren't my forte. Uh, transition here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of your normal little bed? Want to get away from it all? <laughs> Introducing the sleeping bed. Solely meant for sleeping. And nothing else. Oh god, when this channel when this stupid podcast finally gets ads. <laughs> oh, we're gonna geez. be so screwed. Oh man. I'll do all the ads. I'll do them. I'll voice Are you sure them you don't want little old me to do it? Nope, we're good. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh having you uh having you once a week is just enough. We're we're good. Um uh, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about what we've been playing for this week. Would you care to go first? Yeah, sure. So pretty much uh, this week, um, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of grinding on Minecraft. Honestly, um, been playing on my server that I have. 
uh, that I pay for every week for a few of my friends. Um, I've been building a lot of farms and it's, I'm really the only one who builds all the farms. I mean, there's some of us have built farms, but they're like for like our own selves. But like, I'm the only one who's been building like these really big, like useful farms for the whole like group. Um, like right now I'm working on a guardian farm. So I'm basically, I'm taking down an ocean monument. And right now I'm like dropping sand down so I can take out all the water. How do you find those things? Because they're like Very, super rare, right? Uh, they can be. They 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 can be actually a huge pain in the ass to find sometimes. Because they you they're can't find them with the Ender thing, right? Like you can with the underground ones. No, yeah, no. Those are for like the underground fortresses to get to the end dimension. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So like they they used to be super common, like the uh, ocean monuments. And then uh, Mojang and one of their updates, they they made them less common because they were just popping up everywhere, just way too easily accessible. And that that's not the idea. That's not what they wanted. So, so are they rarer than the mansions, or are they on the same rarity? Oh, uh, I uh, so the woodland mansions, I I think are still the one of the more rarer structures. Okay, but there's no easy way to find either of them, right? You just got kind of have to stumble on the them. The only easy way to find them is if you have a cartographer villager. Um, because uh, they will give you, um, as you level them up, they will give you um, maps for like ocean, mo ocean temples and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or like a woodland mansion. So you can find them easily if you have one of those villagers hmm. but if you don't well i'm sorry then you're sol you're kind of sol yeah i mean it's kind of the, like the gist of it at this point but um that's really all i've been playing um i haven't touched any other game that i'm aware of outside of like Mega Man battle network i'm still playing that on the wii u mm -hmm. Has that been fun? Yeah, no, actually, it's been really nice. A lot of like nice nostalgia, just kind of chilling and playing. Um, I've really missed it. Um, That's the one that turned it into a strategic shooter, right? Uh, it's like you know, you're you have the squares, uh, the the platform. Have you never seen a Battle Network game? I've seen clips, but I always forget exactly how to play. It's like similar to the South Park games, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, um, you you get to you are on a three by three plat uh grid platform, and the enemy has also a three by three grid platform as well. And uh, you basically like move around. You got to dodge like their attacks and whatnot, and um, you can use your battle chips and whatnot, your attacks and moves on them to try to take them out. Um, mm -hmm. obviously your life drops to zero. Well, game over. You're deleted. Ah, battle chips. That brings me back. Oh, dude, I I love. I still have uh, a few battle chips, like from the toys. I used, to, I used to have that whole console from the NT Warrior show. Oh yeah, the uh, PET. Yeah, I I got that for a birthday present for my oh, grandma. Dude. I got to pick it out at the Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Um, I had the Mega Man, and my brother had the Proto Man. 
But they the Navi still showed the same though on the screens. Mm-hmm. Like they, they weren't actually any different. Uh Japan came out with a bunch of different ones. Like they had a uh they had a base one, they they even had one for roll, they had one for gutsman. Um they, yeah, Japan always gets all the cool shit. America gets the like, well, we'll give you a few. <laughs> they gotten better over the years to some extent. Well, yeah, because now like that's all that shit's just become like super like pop culture now. Mm-hmm. So, like they they're just like, well, America wants it all too now, I guess. So yeah, you got sites like Ami Ami and Right Stuff where they they just get the Japanese imports and they're like, here you go. Yep. You're not gonna be able to read a sh- read a heck of what it says, but here you go. Enjoy you fucking weeb. <laughs> now this this isn't the one that's first person, right? No. Uh, so the first person started. Um... That's one where they're in. Star Force. That's it. That's the first person one. That one drove me insane. Just that that yeah. was that was like your first third person shooter style look. And it wasn't bad, don't get me wrong. Like I don't want like someone to get like a mixed review of it and be like, oh well, if he says it's bad, it's bad. It, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just it's not wasn't. related to Battle Network, is it? It is actually uh, okay, Descendant. So is a sequel? Uh, it is a. Uh, it's. I don't remember the complete details about it, but Star Force essentially, I believe, is like it's a descendant of Land Hikari. Uh... So. No, I guess that does make it more sense since I don't. I don't know how it happened in the anime, but I know in the manga, he and Mega Man were like the same person. So. So, yeah. Uh, so, Mega Man is supposed to be um, Land's brother. His uh, Land's father had uh, was studying genetic um, um, genetic engineering in an aspect and how to like transfer consciousness. Well, Land's brother. Uh, as an infant, or was it prior? It was something about like either he was born or he wasn't. Um, they didn't want to lose him, so they transferred his mind and stuff to a navi. Hmm. So in the and they don't reference it in the TV show, but in the and I believe in the manga and the game, it's references that because mm-hmm. they get told. I believe in Battle Network, it's either one or two. You get told that uh, Mega Man is actually your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the manga and the anime were completely different. Yeah. But like, there's a whole different section in the Battle Network games, right? Like, you have like a real life kind of RPG or something when you're not doing the Mega Man stuff, or I, I know. when you're playing as the human, I guess, or is there when just nothing as, when you're playing as land? Um, yes and no. It's it's. I mean, you get to walk around, but there's not like there's really no like RPG level to like your to like the uh the net battler as opposed to as it is for like the navi itself. Mm-hmm. So like you can yeah. you like buy battle chips and the stuff when you're outside oh. or Yeah, absolutely. You can buy battle chips uh while you're in while you're jacked in. You can buy battle chips from like uh battle chip stores and stuff like that. There's a oh, bunch God. of shit that you can do. So you could say Battle Network inspired microtransactions. Oh, basically it did. <laughs> God dang it, Mega Man. Mega Man like you don't there's there's no like 
there's no like microtransactions. Like you can't like go and spend money like real life money. Oh, I know. It's, it's just like the concept. But like the concept, it, yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, jeez. So uh, have you gotten through any of them yet? Or no, I've been taking my sweet time um, because again, it. Minecraft and my server. I pay for it every month, so. Mm-hmm. And most of the people who are in this server kind of rely on me for some things because whether they want to admit it or not, um, I am the person who does all the farm building. So, okay, so, yeah. So that's been your week. That has literally been my week, man. Okay. Um, suppose for mine. It hasn't been much. Um, this week for stream, we were doing Halo 4. We went through all of that already. I saw that. And honestly, I like Halo 4. <laughs> Halo 4 is not bad. People shit on it all the time, though. I know. And I get why, because a lot of people like that Master Chief was like, he was essentially a silent protagonist for most of the original trilogy. You got to be him. But in Halo 4, he's his own character. And I kind of like him more that way. Gives him like, a personality outside of just your own introverted self. Mm-hmm. But like at the start, Halsey says that sets it up pretty well. He essentially is the most human Spartan. And to have a human Spartan, he needs to have his own character. He can't just be the player. Yep. And seeing Cortana just slowly break down throughout the whole story, man. Whoa. Yeah, I know that shit gets like depressing. And then we had the disintegration on the space station, which we didn't need to see that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't need to see the scientist lady. We just tried to save the turn to muscle and then bone. I didn't need to see that. Yeah. I didn't need to see their goopy ashes. <laughs> they don't spare on those details, do they? No. That. Uh, yeah, Halo. I like Halo Four. I I will bash it on the fact that the enemies are way too much of bullet or bullet sponges. Yeah, way too much to kill, even just for grunts. Unless you get like the perfect headshot. What difficulty are you playing on? Normal. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh. So yeah, seeing how much they were bullet sponge on normal, I fear what they what kind of a sponge they are on legendary. I uh. I feel for you for when you get there. I don't think I will because I've never, I've never even beaten a game, beaten a Halo game on heroic. Yeah, no. Um, it's really if you're not prepared, <laughs> you're you're fucked. You are yeah. like, situational. So nice. You have to everything. Everything in the heroic is situational. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not it's not a cakewalk for for the average Halo player. Mm-hmm. I do like the Promethean weapons though. Oh, for sure, they were really cool, especially the sniper rifle. I fell in love with the sniper rifle as soon as I got it, which sucks because you couldn't find it that often. No, it's been a while since I played Halo Four, man. It's been I, honestly, I would recommend going back to play it just. Because I'm kind of hoping that it's going to tie in more into Infinite than I fear how much it's going to tie into 5. Yeah. Because I haven't played 5. That's going to be this coming week's stream is going into 5 pretty much blind. 
except for the hatred of the marketing. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, um, oh, we did the Pokemon Go stuff a little bit. I'm still working my way through the missions on that. Uh huh. Taking my time with it since it needs rocket stuff, and I'm not going rocket hunting. I just wait the six hours for the balloons. Fair. Other than that, it's uh, been a slow grind through Dokkan. We're getting ready for the 350 million download celebration that's coming up next week, I believe. And it's going to be a celebration of the Namek Saga, is what currently everyone's thinking. Okay. That seems to be what their Twitter is promoting. It's going to be a Namek celebration. A Namek celebration. So who knows what kind of cards we're getting, because this is going to be on Global and JP, so it's completely unknown to both regions. So, so it's just, just a simultaneous uh, event? Uh-huh. Ooh, I love those. Yeah, these da- the download celebrations are kind of an annual thing, and it's the only time when JP and Global are pretty much on the same front, except uh, sometimes when Saiyan Day comes around in May. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to come out of this, because it's uh, last year was the uh, LR, the legendary rare Vegito and legendary rare Super Bu- uh, Buhan, which uh-huh. are still great cards in the game, even a year later. And the ones before that were the uh, Gohan and Cell from the Cell Saga, which are, are still good too. Yeah. So if we're doing Namek, it's quite possible we're going to be getting... Most likely, since they usually do the heavy hitters, it'll probably be a legendary rare Super Saiyan Goku and Final Form Frieza. Probably. So those will be interesting to see how they do it, or if they're going to completely bait and switch us. Watch them do, like, the Nail Piccolo. Nail! Nail! What is it, Lorkami Guru? (laughs) It's all bird. It was pretty. Kill it. <laughs> you know, we don't have a guru card. Oh, that'd be interesting. Or even as an item. He'd be an interesting item. It would be. Because that's what Dende is currently. He's just an item. Yeah. Where he does a full heal. But uh, for what I've been doing, I've just been kind of grinding through it a little bit, getting some missing characters, grinding up some of the cards from the beginning of the game because I wasn't... I didn't join until the three-year anniversary when the first Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta came in, so I've got some of the uh, uh, daily cards to try and grind up and get those to max. Yeah. But I, I don't even remember when I joined. Uh, I know that like Wayne showed it to me one day, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I guess I can join. I guess I can try it out. I mean, it's it's decently fun. It's kind of mindless, but... It really is. I just... It's basically just getting into a trading card game. Yeah, that you can't trade. I just have to get over the fact that it's a mobile game because <laughs> <laughs> I I, I don't play mobile games. Like I really don't. I mean, it's the only one I play consistently because I don't even play Pokemon Go daily anymore. Yeah, since they decreased a lot of stuff, I don't want to support that. So Dokkan's been my main thing. So I've just been kind of slowly building up the cards that I can since we're kind of in between stuff there is a current dokkan fest going on but i'm not trying i'm not going to be wasting all my stones trying to get videl and trying to get videl 
even though they made her a stupidly broken card. Yeah. She infinitely maxes out. She infinitely gains attack. It is stupid. Well, then. Like, there is no reason for Videl to be that good. Yeah, since we're in the lull between the 6th anniversary and the 350 million download celebration, things are kind of kind of slow, so it's a good time to start building up your stones and getting medals and getting the cards mm-hmm. you usually don't want to focus on because there's so many other things happening. <laughs> yeah. I get that. that. I think that's it for my games this week. Let me just Check my steam real quick in case I'm forgetting something. No, don't look like I've done anything. Oh, I did hear uh, for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, I heard news on that'll get me playing it again soon. When the Switch version comes out, there's going to be an update for the older, for the PlayStation and PC version games. You can finally play as Vegito and Gotenks without being in the story. So that's going to be super fun to be able to just play as Vegito and whatnot. All right, that's pretty cool. Anyway, that's it for my gaming. So now we need to hear from Jinji. Welcome back. So Jinji, what have you been? What have you been playing this week? Oh, have you guys been waiting for me? Well, barely. Oh. Okay, alright. Oh, uh, what have I been playing? Uh, to me, it's been... It's been one of those one of those weeks, so I haven't really played much of anything. Uh... You're on your phone. Those are games too, asshole. I, I've Are been though? pretty much playing my staples. I really haven't played much this week. So we can go ahead and cut it here and go into the topic. We will be right back. Welcome back to the topic of the show, you guys. Where we will pick a topic about anything under the video game sun. But specifically for this week, we are talking about the Pokemon Presents. Woo! That uh, gave us 28 solid minutes of new content. So who would like to kick the uh, topic off? I can. If you're, if you're okay with that. Go ahead. All right, sweet. So, for us Pokemon fans out there, we had something little special be uh, thrown at us here this last Wednesday. Yes, at 8 in the morning. At 8 in the morning, Central Standard Time. If you are. Uh, bad for the people in California. Yeah, yeah. So we had a very awesome announcement. More, Not really an announcement, more like a showcase of some of the really cool uh, things that are coming up for the uh, Pokemon scene. We got basically a 28-minute talk about the new Pokemon games that are coming out. Mm-hmm. The Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Pokemon Legends of Arceus. Well, before you go into that, do you want me to talk about the mobile stuff? Because they threw that at us first. Oh, yeah, that's right, they did. Yeah, you talk about the mobile stuff. I don't care about the mobile stuff. 
<laughs> That's why I said How I should dare you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, so first, you. before they threw anything at us, we got some new info on Pokemon Unite. Um, there's going to be a... Uh, the mobile version is coming out next month on the 22nd of September. And if you pre-register it on the App Store or the Google Play Store, you get a special costumed Pikachu in a kimono. Eh. Or festival style, they're calling it. And also announced that uh, two new Pokemon are being added, which is Mammal Swine and Sylveon, which I guess that means you start as a Swinub and an Eevee. I don't know. I don't play this stupid thing. <laughs> I'm asking Presumably, Gingy if yes. he plays the game. <laughs> Presumably, yes. And just reiterated getting zero aura before the end of the month so you can claim it, I guess. Whether that means you have to buy it later or what. Um Then we had a say uh, a surprising one. Pokemon Cafe is getting remade into Pokemon Cafe Remix. Weird. Didn't see that one coming. Which I'm surprised Val hasn't gone off on it about. I'm a little shocked about that. Uh, The touch-based puzzle game for Switch and mobile devices. Um, Because new dress-up options, new Pokemon being added, puzzles are refreshed with new gameplay. I don't know, I've never played Cafe Mix. Which kind of hope, I was kind of hoping Val was going to be here so we could talk about that. (laughs) Um, I believe the next bit was uh, Pokemon Master Sex. Master, master, what? Uh, <laughs> it's Pokemon Masters EX. But if you uh, say fast enough, it's Pokemon Master Sex. I. <laughs> and that's We're going to leave it at that. When they renamed it. Um, there's a new event going on called the Howling Shield of Eternity. From now until September 15th, you can get Hop, Gloria, and Leon as I try to help the legendary Pokemon Eternatus. Playing through the event will reward you with the sync pair of Hop and Zamazenta gems and other items. During the event, Sigma's Signa suit. I always thought it was Sigma, but it's Signa. Signa suit, Leon, and Eternatus will also be making you in the sync pair scout. Which, why does Leon get... With the the howling event, uh, that's how you get Hop with Zamazenta as sync pair. That one's a free-to-play unit. Cygna suit Leon with Eternatus, yeah, as DJ stated, is in the 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 scout summoning. Tegan Eternatus, you didn't catch it. This is revisionism. Well, yeah, the main character would have, or the main character obviously was the one who caught it, but I don't think we have. What is the male character's name? Ah. Uh... Because I know Gloria is the female. What's the male's name? Father O'Connell, Miley O'Reilly. <laughs> His name is Victor. Victor? Victor. Okay, Victor yeah, I mean, we, we don't have Victor as a as a sync pair at all. So, I mean, I could have seen him having it, but... Because Victor's not waifu material. 
Neither Jesus. is Gloria, to be honest, especially with all the Scottish memes that came out when she was first announced. Oh, I'm down with the Scottish. That means every Pokemon. That includes you, Fido. Additionally, keep your eye out for the return of N and other exciting sync pairs as soon as the Pokemon Masters X two anniversary celebration. Yes, we have the two year anniversary for Masters EX is out and coming out. He'll be in a new outfit paired with his uh, Reshiram. Uh, also, a new story arc launching in September with Rainbow Rockets plot, it seems. Uh, lastly, you log into the game and you get 3,000 gems currently. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Um, and finally, for mobile, we have uh, Pokemon Go's fifth anniversary is coming up. Along with, as Jinji said, where you've got uh, Zacian and Zamazenta out uh, until September 1st. So um, I'm still hoping that we get Hoopa out of this since, since they clearly made mention of Hoopa in the video. So nope, I'm going to pass it back to Odin now to believe uh, the next portion was BDSP. BDSP. Sounds like a uh, freaky night. All right. <laughs> um, Don't make it weird. That's my job. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Imagine this. The game. And all of its great glory that Diamond, Platinum, and Pearl was when they came out. All the great stuff that you remember. Now, turn that to preschool figures. Oh, <laughs> wow. <Jesus. laughs> uh, all right. So, Going into play school here? To play school. Oh, yeah, definitely. Play school. <laughs> it all looks like play school. It really still does. But it does look a lot better and a lot cleaner, though. Um, a lot better saturation for the colors. Um, they they kind of went over and discussed. This, now I'm I'm kind of working off this the best way I can. I watched it in Japanese, um, on accident. I didn't watch the English one. He watched it the weed way. Yeah, I did on accident. I was working and wa- trying to watch it at the same time. Um, so if anyone wants to bump in and like say some shit that I'm that I missed too, please please do it. All um, right, I've got the official websites up to fill in gaps. Awesome. So they they uh they they showed it they showcased a lot of cool features and stuff for for bdsp um they went over stuff for how contests are gonna work uh really kind of cool it's literally a rhythm game which is pretty solid it's pretty cool i know a lot of people people are gonna love that it makes me want to play them (laughs) oh yeah um they also talked about they, they showed the underground bases um and being able to mine essentially for your goodies um the they show the that room what is that chat room the union room the union room yeah the union room uh that has some function that that's going to have functionality just like it did um back then yep there's a local and global one yeah which is actually pretty cool if if i'm going to be completely honest with you i'm i'm actually pretty hyped for the union room um 
It's it's shield Oh yeah. I mean like the union room for me is like you could just like be on global but be in like a room with your friends. Think about that shit. And then uh they might even I I, I kind of actually hope that they make it to where you can um like two people can battle but like you can have spectators. That'd be neat. That would be a really cool feature. I mean, I'm pretty sure this console could handle that shit. Almost yeah. certain it could. But will they, though? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Um, there is one feature I want to talk about, but I want to save it for a little bit later. What are some of the other features they showed? Um, Pokemon can follow. Thank you, DJ. That's the one I wanted to save. Sorry. Ah, yeah, I called it, though. Pokemon are going to be following you and BDSP. And that has me super hyped and stoked because that was one of the main things for me when it came down to a Pokemon game. Um, it throws in such it's such a huge level of immersion for me. I, I love it. I, 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 do, I, I don't ever like playing Pokemon video games where you can't walk around with your Pokemon. It sucks. It is not fun. I don't like it. It did say that you have to progress into the game far enough to unlock it. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, once you progress in the game to a certain point, you can choose just one Pokemon that you befriended at a time to walk along behind you. I was it a uh, like a you have to get like a friendship level up with them? I don't know. To do it, it or was it like, like a... in the Sword and Shield where you got to talk to someone about it? Well, that makes that makes some sense, I guess. And it does look like they're taking some of the Sword and Shield following, because unlike in Heart Gold Soul Silver, they, they don't all directly behind you. Follow. Yeah, I these if they if they fuck up the following mechanic, I'm gonna be super angry. It does look like they outrun them, but it looks like they don't exactly follow your path now. Like, it'll take the shortest route to get to you. It's not so bad. It's like, if you curve around, the Pokemon will try to go diagonal to catch up with you. Instead of following the direct path. I just don't want all the Pokemon to be, like, ass-cheeks slow. And, like, not do anything for you. I think it'd be really cool to be able to like ride Pokemon. Like in Let's Go? Yeah. Hey, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. You can't even tell me that feature wouldn't be cool. Would be. Riding a Garchomp? Hell yeah, man. Floating along the ground. Uh, hopes and dreams right there, bro. Hopes and dreams. Uh, let's see what else was the uh the capsules are back. Oh shit, yeah. Capsules are gonna be really cool. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but back in my Pokemon Diamond and Pearl days, uh I used to make my Pokeball say naughty words when my <laughs> Pokemon came out. I'd have them say stuff like fuck you. And this is why this game isn't allowed to be in ranked battles. <laughs> I don't I think they I don't think they have the letters though. I don't think they're gonna do the letters. 
Because they'd be smart not to. Um, because you never be... know. Well, the problem is that so the Pokemon that have capsules, they're um they have to be in your party, not uh not in your boxes. And for like your online battle and play and stuff, they only let you use Pokemon that are in your boxes, not in your party. Wait, actually, um, I think you can. It does say uh, each capsule, you're limited to 20 stickers. You have to do contests and stuff, I think, to actually get stickers. Okay. And you have two ways of putting them on in a 2D version or a 3D version of the capsule. So you can either do it like a checkerbox version, or you can personally put them around on the 3D model. Oh. Neat. Which the 3D model makes it much more enjoyable for me, because I did not enjoy trying to put stickers on those stupid things when I was playing Platinum. That's fair. I just hope that putting them on the on the 3D ball, like, the maneuverability for the capsule isn't, like, garbage. Mm-hmm. Because that would be, that's a killer for me right there. That's like a, eh. <laughs> One feature I was surprised to see, um, there's outfit changes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why it's good to have someone else talk about stuff too, not just me. Although it doesn't <laughs> look like it'll be quite as extensive as the previous games. It looks like it might just be a style thing. It's like you get like different styles of clothing that you just pick which style you want. You can't, like, mix and match. It doesn't look like. Yeah. I mean, that's okay, though. So Yeah, I mean, it's still something, because it changes the overworld sprite, too. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, going back to the Grand Underground, there is the... There's two new features with it. Well, I guess one isn't quite as new. Uh, the Grand Underground is multiplayer. Oh, nice. And the screenshots show there can be at least five players down there at once. Oh, shit. And there's the new hideaways. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's right. I didn't really get a lot of information on the hideaways. Like, I, I, I didn't, like, catch a lot of it. Um, the hideaways are going to be, like, little habitats that you can wander around into in the Grand Underground. And determining and the Pokemon you find there are ones that can only be found in the hideaways and are determined by the statues that you put in your secret base. Oh. So if you have like a bunch of water type Pokemon statues in your base, it's going to increase the amount of water type Pokemon you're going to find and so on. That's neat. So there's probably going to be like different patterns of the statues that you have to find as you as you uh, unlock the statues to get certain ones to pop, pop in. Yeah. Because, like, there's going to be, like, super rare Pokemon to find in there, because the trailer showed you finding a Munchlax. And I'm pretty sure people still have nightmares about trying to find a Munchlax in Gen 4. Probably. Uh, what other features did they show off? Um, let's see here. We have the contest. We talked about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Be much more involved, so it'll be closer to like the anime ones. 
Oh, and uh, there's going to be home support coming later next year. Woot. Watch them enable having, like, the Pokédex, like, the uh, Pokédex for, like, all of Sinnoh released for Sword and Shield. Oh, I guess this is new. Um, When you pick your trainer, you can uh, pick from different skin tones, like in the recent games. Oh, nice. Do they do do these ones ask you if you're a boy or a girl? Do they ask you what do you uh what's your style? Let's see. Uh just more stuff on starters, the characters. I'm trying to pretend this is a whole new game by calling Cynthia a, a mysterious person. Lol. Come on, Pokemon. Well, Everyone knows. For who some people it might be you know, like that. Like, who's this awesome blonde that's dressed really cool? No, it's more like, who's this awesome blonde? She looks like, really weak. We're going to beat her on the first try. Yeah, right. Insert Garchomp Gar crunch here. Oh, it actually does have uh, variance ones to confirm ones. Um, Diamond is still stuck with Kranidos and Stunky. Uh, Pearl is still stuck with Shieldon and Glamio. I don't know why the best version doesn't have the best fossil in it. And yes, I mean diamond not having shield on. I don't care about Gingy fuming over there about his pearl. Uh, uh, Rampardos fuck is you, dude. Good. I like diamond. I like pearl. I prefer diamond over pearl, dude. I, I like Palkia. More on pearl. No, oh. sir. Dude, I'm stupid. I forgot. There's a pre-order thing with this thing. There is? Yes, there's going to be a mystery gift. When the game comes out, you get the Manaphy egg. As soon as you unlock mystery gift, until February 2022, you can get a Manaphy egg and hatch your Manaphy and then breed it for a Fion. Back in my day, you had to play Pokemon Ranger. That is a Pokemon lot. Pokemon Ranger, what's that, Grandpa? That's a bullshit it's, video it's game. It's a fucking game that you had to buy multiple DSs for. Because you destroyed the bottom screen. Essentially what no, it was. No, really, you did. How dare you tell a lie, Gingy? You're lying. I went through a couple of DSs. No, you're lying that you because need Pokemon, Pokemon Ranger, Ranger for a Manaphy. Because you are incorrect, sir. You needed a specific Ranger game to get Manaphy. Because if someone had it yeah, before, the, the Manaphy thing, you are SOL. It was only one Manaphy much. per cartridge. Even if Not you reset the game. Per dang cartridge, no matter what. It couldn't be reset. Really? No, it was yep. one per Hold on, my Pokemon Ranger that I got, I didn't have, uh, I didn't buy it new, I bought it used, and I got a Manaphy egg from it. That means the person before you didn't get it. You got lucky. That's, that's crazy. You got super lucky. All right, then. I'll take it. Also, if you pre-order the 
double one, you get extra Pokeballs. Well, I'm probably going to pre-order the double anyways. If you pre-order the digital pack, you get 12 Quick Balls. But if you just get it retail, you also you you get 12 Quick Balls with the digital one. But if you get retail, you only get the bonus of 200 Pokeballs. So you will also, if you get the digital, you get the 200 and the 12? Yes. Well, shit. If it's, but it has to be the double pack. It will be. And the one last thing is the new Switch Lite. Oh, yeah. Inspired by the original uh, Nintendo DS Lite that came out all those years ago. And I think it's pretty. For Diamond and Pearl. Gingy, would you like to talk about the next? Are we going to talk about Arcus? Arcuscus? Gaga Gazelle? The only thing that matters is that Arcusco! the water starter is fucking Oshawott. That's the only thing that matters. Um, excuse me, the only thing that matters is that the starters are Cyndaquil, Rowlet, and Oshawott. Argu- arguably three of some of the fan favorites. I actually saw a video today yeah, with a good one. theory on those starters, but I'll talk about it when we get to a certain aspect of this game. Anyway, Gingy, would you like to continue into Legends Arcus? Oh, you guys are on a roll. Go for it. No, 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 no. You don't get out of this. Nope. Why don't you tell us some cool stuff about Legends of Arcus? Well, um, I guess. In one fashion, this game is going to be a Nuzlocker's worst fucking nightmare because the Pokemon can and will kill you. <laughs> you can't Nuzlocke this game. <laughs> Do you think Nintendo no, thought in, about in that? In all of this you guys, the wild Pokemon are able to attack and hurt you, the trainer. Not just the Pokemon, you as the trainer. Do you so think Nintendo that. thought about that? It's so interesting how they'll attack you into being blacked out. Wait, you black out completely? Like, like you end game? Yeah, like you faint. And then you start all over? You respawn at the nearest uh, camping site. Okay, I thought it was like a you lost everything you just did. (laughs) There's no permadeath. (laughs) That'd be great. Lesson learned. Pokemon gets dark, but not quite that dark yet. I mean, that'd be but no, the uh, the open world looks fucking just phenomenal. We got more game footage of that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump into it because I fucking called it. <laughs> um, we are getting regional evolutions. And before I get into that aspect, I think the biggest thing that we need to also comment on is that they've already said that the region in Arceus is uh Hisui. What'd they say? Uh Hisui. I was going to get to that. It's it's old old Sinnoh, but Sinnoh back then was not called Sinnoh, it was called Hisui. So we're going <laughs> a different name. And we got some Hisuian forms of some Pokemon looking at Mr. Growlithe. 
Mr. Hisuian Growlithe, who is a fire rock Pokemon. I need that plush. I need a Hisuian um, Growlithe plush. It, it's details that we have. Soft fur and stony horn. This Growlithe, this is Growlithe as it appears in the Hisui region. Its Hisuian form has longer, more volu- voluminous God damn it, fur that previously discovered form of Growlithe. This soft, heat-retaining fur Helps a Pokemon thrive in even the frigid Hisui region. The sharp horn on its head is made of rock, but breaks easily, so Hisuian Growlithe uses it only when it'll have its greatest effect. A wary Pokemon that guards its territory with a partner, Hisuian Growlithe, are highly vigilant and tend to and tend to be seen watching over their territory in pairs. Love it. So yeah, Hisuian Growlithe does look cool. The um, the the Hisuian form of this Pokemon, I am hyped for Hisuian Braviary, which is going to be a psychic flying type. A solitary bird Pokemon that flies in from the north in the winter when Rufflet in the Hisui, Hisui region evolved, they, became, they become Hisuian Braviary. In the winter, this Pokemon flies in from somewhere far north that's larger than previous discovered form of Braviary. Intends to live alone rather than in flocks. Shockwaves of psychic power, Hisuian Braviary can imbue in its eerie screeches with psychic power to generate powerful shockwaves. So, it looks it looks pretty. It's gorgeous. So, uh, Braviary is flying psychic? Yes. Woo. And then we have regional evolution Pokemon. Uh, the first one is the regional evolution of uh, Stantler that evolves into a Pokemon called Wurder. Or Wider. Weirdier. 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 Which looks Weirdier. like fucking Santa Claus. It's a Santa Claus deer. Let's be for real. I mean, it has right. a big mane. It's more white. And then this Pokemon, I didn't honestly see coming. We have Bascule Legion. Which is the regional evolution of Basculin, and it and it is a water ghost type. Oh. Oh. So it's actually really, ready. really cool. My body is ready. So yeah, we got the uh, the regional forms and all of that fun jazz. It also looks like we will we will be able to ride these Pokemon with the Braviary will be flying with it. We'll be riding on the Werder and then we'll be uh, riding on the back of Basket Legion. We are, when we are in the water. Basket Legion is so dark. So also looks dope. And it looks like also, uh, there will be some mystery gift features also for Legends Arceus to celebrate the launch of the game between January 28th, to May 9th of 2022 to celebrate the launch. We apparently will be receiving a Hisuian Growlithe-themed kimono set for the character. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then it also, looks if like you pre-order it on the Pokemon Center website, you get a plush. True. And then if you purchase the game on the uh, Nintendo eShop, you will uh, receive a code for 30 Heavy Balls. And it looks like if you pre-order at certain retails, you'll receive a special kimono set based on Garchomp. Ooh, hell yeah. 
Looks like so far it's only confirmed for uh, Amazon Japan. Which, boo, go fuck yourself. Also, although there is a correction to be made. Um, heavy balls aren't what you think they are. In this game, the heavy balls are not the typical apricot Pokeball that we're familiar with. Are they balls to help <laughs> you uh, help with capturing the Pokemon that they're just harder to break out of? Uh, they are a special variety of Pokeball that are more effective at catching Pokemon that haven't yet noticed you. They're heavier than regular Pokeball, so they don't fly very far. You want to make sure you sneak up close to a Pokemon before using one of these. So it's literally a heavy Pokeball. It's basically like you're trying to tie a rock to the Pokemon so it doesn't get away and just gets caught. Neat. Right. And um, so, yeah, and then a bunch of other stuff as well, just more aesthetic things that looks a lot of fun. But I, I want uh, my, my last comment that I want to say on Legends Arceus right now, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Right. Because you, you think of the starters, right? Oshawa, Rowlet, and Cyndaquil. I was gonna get into I'm this. I'm going to make a call now. I I didn't know that someone made a video of it, but I was thinking about it. I'm going to call that the final evolution of these starters are going to be Hisuian evolutions or Hisuian forms of the final Pokemon. So a Hisuian uh, Samurai uh, Decidueye and Typhlosion. I want to see it. Also, can we just can we just talk about how this is the perfect game and region to bring the Lysopod in? Oh Think about God. it. Glycopod <laughs> is a heavy armored bug that could easily be used as a samurai based on its actions from what we've seen in the anime. Hisui region is filled with a lot of your Chinese and Japanese and Korean um like style for the Pokemon that are in there in that region. Wouldn't it be awesome to see a Golisopod there? That'd be cool. I think it would be. Okay. Only because I want to use a Golisopod. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Oh, DJ just posted some screenshots. Oh, These are fan made, to be, to be clear. Damn it. Oh. This samurai looks so good. That's a, oh my god. That's a, that's a better so, samurai. Uh, oh, look at that typhlosion. The artist based it off cannons the Japanese were using on the time period that this is based on. Dude, those look so sick. I I hope. Oh, I'm, I'm ending on this yeah. high note here. Decidueye is a ninja. Hope we get Hisuian forms of these Pokemon. I really hope we do. I have a feeling that there's going to be more revealed, but honestly, I'm hoping they don't tell us what the final evolutions are going to be. Um, I so want to be don't. surprised. Just wait till the very end. So quick idea do you think maybe nintendo's doing this because of all the uh, regional variants that people have been making for like fan games maybe because that seems to be a really high trend right now uh big thing on youtube right now trending is regional forms for different for uh pokemon that are currently out 
Hmm. Well, DJ, <laughs> do you have any any uh, thoughts on Legends Arceus before we move on? This is a game made for me. <laughs> this game is not about battling. It is not about gyms. It is not about an Elite Four. It's not about mm-hmm. becoming champion. It is about studying Pokemon. It is about catching Pokemon, studying in them in their habitat. You might as well just be playing. This is this is the game that makes you a Pokemon. Like an professor. open world Pokemon Snap. Not even, because <laughs> Snap, you're just taking pictures. You can actually catch these Pokemon. You're not just. Oh, it, it looks pretty. I wish I could have it. No, you you see it, you want it, right. you get it. Now, I wonder if you become a Pokemon professor. Mm -hmm. Now, I wonder if they're going to add some sort of multiplayer element to this. Maybe. I don't know if they will. I mean, from what we've seen, it already looks taxing enough. God forbid you do that shit on a server. And we all know, you know, much love to you, Nintendo. Your multiplayer servers are shit. Oh yeah, there's something to be there's something to be left wanting. Did you talk about the new battle system? Oh, the forms. No, do you want to uh, go into that? Um, they haven't changed it much. It's still turn based. However, uh, now they've made the speed stat mean something extra. Uh, essentially, if your Pokemon has the right speed stat or uses one of the new battle styles, you can actually attack multiple times in a row. Which, as I showed in the trailer, it's oh. good for setup moves like uh, Swords Dance or Calm Mind. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> there is Agile style, and there is... Um, oh, I'll show you that I'm Agile. Ayo. You have Agile and Strong. Yeah. So, Agile, um, your moves oh. are weaker, but you get to move faster, and Strong is... Put it other to put it in other words, it's the Urshifu forms put into actual motion. Basically, mm-hmm. this is single oh. strike and rapid strike styles. So basically, um, the agile style, it, the moves that you use are weaker, but you also you can also attack more times before the opponent before the enemy does. Um, the strong style, essentially, what it is, it's a lot stronger version of the attack. And um, it's more or less u- to be used in moments in time where you can guarantee and ensure that it's going to be a KO. It's also slower. It's also slower. Also, it's kind of interesting. Uh, they basically took from Pixelmon, didn't they? Yeah. To start a battle, you have to throw the Pokeball out in front of the wild Pokemon. Yep. I like it. This essentially yeah, is Pokemon I, in some aspects. <laughs> if, if, if you boil it down, yeah, but uh, unless, unless if we're mini, missing anything else, I think that wraps up the Pokemon Presents. I don't think oh, we're and missing crafting. Oh, yeah, crafting. That's a thing. Yeah, you gotta Pixelmon. Make there we go. <laughs> you gotta official make Pixelmon, you guys. So let us know what you guys think of this uh, Pokemon Presents. We have our Google voicemail number in the episode description. By all means, leave a voicemail. You're more than welcome to. So we're going to cut it here and go into the bullshit. We will be right back. 
What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to the bullshit segment of the show, you guys. Bullshit away. I'm I I called the following Pokemon being revealed. I just want to say this now. Called that. Like I'll 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 let you have that one, Odin, but I fucking called the regional forms. I believe yeah. it. I'm still gonna say I'm right that BDSP didn't have the regional forms. So I'm gonna still say I was right. I Which which begs the question, like if, if they're saying these Pokemon are ancient and shit do you think that maybe they maybe, went extinct no patch they they either went extinct or do you think they'll patch like sword and shield or other shit to be able to carry these pokemon over i don't know i don't did they even mention if our if the legend of arceus was going to have uh home support it'll have home support they did say home support yes but it won't be until 2022 well, also neither game is going to be part of ranked battles so Sword and Shield is still yep, they've the confirmed both of them battling thing, right? Which begs the question: Do you think because they've already shown that they can add in Pokemon? Do you think they'll add in like a free uh, DLC that allows the compatibility of these new Pokemon? They still haven't added in the three hundred we're missing. Two hundred. There's eight hundred and ninety-nine Pokemon currently. There's only six hundred nine hundred now. <laughs> Yeah, there's over 900 now, but there's only 600 in Sword and Shield. Fair enough. We are getting so close to that thousand mark. If they don't make the thousand Pokemon something special. What do you want to bet that they're going to make Gen 9's Pokemon list so short so they can make Gen 10 have the thousandth? Oh god, that'd be a fucking cheap shot. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, we'd only get, like, 30 new Pokemon, like in Alola. (laughs) They did Gen 7 dirty. Let's be for real, guys. They did Gen 7 dirty. I still like this Can you even consider that a fucking generation? Yeah, the story was good. Don't get me wrong, but... It was such a letdown overall as a general, like, generation-type Pokemon game. I think it was just because... Their big gimmick with it didn't didn't kick off as well. Right, or the only games that we got, the two sets of games that we got for Gen 7 was the same fucking game, essentially. Yeah. Pretty much. They, they, 
they did Gen 7 dirty. There's no denying it. As fun as those games are, as fun as the mechanic of Z-moves are, the Ultra Beasts, the Ultra Wormholes, whatever the fuck have you, boiling it down, it is still the same fucking region. Yeah, Ultra Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were no black and white, too. They really should have just been one third game and just done a Necrozma storyline. Mm-hmm. Should have made it a platinum type of deal, but or give us like a, another fucking remake or a port of Red and Blue. I don't fucking know. Point I mean, remains. They wanted, did Gen Seven wanted, fucking dirty. If you wanted to do the Ultra thing, just do like Pokemon Ultra Star or something. Okay. Everyone thought it was going to be Pokemon Stars. <laughs> hmm. But uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm low on uh, bullshit this week. I'm pretty low on Um, Jinji, you're probably going to have to find a replacement for Odin after next week. Because I'm pretty Why? sure the next time I do uh, this day in gaming history, he's going to croak. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> he is going, his, his voices for this day in gaming history are going to be the death of me. Oh, okay. All right. And next week, I promise to... So, you guys... Later. And, uh, oh, this is going to be a perfect fucking segue here, but in lieu of flowers, Odin, where can people send them? <laughs> you can send, you can send, uh, condolence flowers to buy Odin's beard at Twitter. That's Odin with two ends. Don't forget it. And I'm never going to stop saying it unless I croak. Then I guess I will have to stop saying it. <laughs> You can also DM me. Oh, right. I am all ears. Uh, hey. All right, DJ, where can people find you? They can find me at twitch.tv slash djskywalker716 where we stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And before we move on, we forgot to suffer. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Don't look at me. It's your segment. Oh, the dad jokes. Of course, of course, of course. How can I? Can feel how Odin's, can I, I have Odin glaring at me? <laughs> <sighs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you mentally prepared? No. <laughs> but go for it. DJ, are you? My hand is on the rim shot. <laughs> uh, okay all right do you know why gamers don't like to take hot showers oh my god why why because they like to take steam e ones <laughs> that had to be your worst one yet there was little effort so that was depressing was it oh come on i thought that was a good one i mean execution was poor okay all right all right you guys seeing as how they announced the edition of skyrim right i will give you guys a dad joke or a skyrim pickup line that you can use and it is evident enough that it works because that's how I nailed my special lady. 
<laughs> if you see <laughs> a girl, ha ha ha, yeah, funny, funny. So you see a girl or a person, what have you, someone that you're interested in, you go up to them and you say, <clears throat> Boost Rod, damn girl, you looking fine. Cringe. Everyone just cringed when they heard that. <laughs> you don't get a rim shot for that one. <laughs> hey, it fucking worked for me. So suck it. Anyway, you can find me at my personal Twitter at Raging Ginger. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, minus leaving it in the Discord, you can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. So, you guys, with that being said, this has been episode Cyndaquil of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast where you talk about anything under the video game sun. I am your host, Jinji. I've been Odin. I've been the horse that's going to kill everyone. Mm. <laughs> apocalypse pony, apocalypse pony. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I expect you next week, TJ, to pull that bit from Robot Chicken with Apocalypse Pony. I'll practice the voices. Anyway, you guys, we'll catch you next week for episode uh, Quilava. Bye bye. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.